This is the Limitless Range Podcast. I am your host, Corey Chandler. I'm sitting down with my co-host, as usual, Petey Podlow. What's up, what's up? Also sitting down in the room with our producer, Dougie Fresh. As usual, you can get to us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at One Limitless Range. You can also get to our website directly, LimitlessRangePodcast.com, or you can reach us by phone at 360-356-1699. Right, another pod, another day. What's going on, fellas? PD Podlo, how's your week going, man? I guess it's been two weeks. How's yeah. your two weeks been, dude? It's good, man. It's good. Just chilling, you know? Yeah. Just working out, same old stuff. Right on. Mm-hmm. Still drinking that lemon water. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Dougie Fresh, what about you, my man? Oh, same. Yeah. Bought Watching a new, basketball. Bought a new whip from work. Oh, my God. Yeah. Working on the new house. Got a car for $250. Balling. It's just as nice as you'd think. That's what's up. Heck <laughs> yeah. Dope. Right on. Well, uh, what do we got cracking today? I know my Blazers are gone. Pete's KD still ain't back. Your Lakers still aren't in the playoffs. Let's just let Doug talk the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, what's on the what's on the docket for today, Dougie Fresh? Well, of course, as we're recording, um, we'll we'll talk about the upcoming finals matchup uh, coming up on Thursday. Boom! <laughs> but uh, just last night, the Raptors. Punched their ticket to their first NBA Finals ever, defeating the Bucks in a pretty great game six. So and um, and yeah, it's gonna be Kawhi and the Raptors versus the Warriors. KD or no KD, Steph nope. Curry and the Warriors, I guess, huh, Pete? That's for at least crazy. for a little bit. But, that is crazy. So you, uh, what what do you think? Uh, did anything after that win change your mind about the Raptors last night, Pete? Yeah, I mean, a lot of things. Uh, I wasn't really a Toronto believer. I'll be the first to to admit it. Um, some of Kawhi's games just it looks slower, you know, but he's balling. He's balling out of his mind, and it's kind of fun to watch, you know. Mm-hmm. I can admit it. And uh, I've never been a Kawhi hater, so, I mean, I I just, you know, he's not, like, one of my favorite players, but he's he's definitely a really good player, and I've always respected his game. I'm curious to see if... Uh, if you can be the best player on the court, yeah. you know I think that's important. If you want to beat the Warriors, you can't you can't do it if you, unless you have the best player on the court. You know, like which is hard to do against the Warriors. It is sometimes they, they have really two to players. three best players on the court. Yeah, for sure. Players. So I mean, Kawhi Leonard's gonna have to be the best player on the court. He's gonna need some support. You know, if their bench can outplay Warriors bench, that'll be a huge factor. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Get, getting that, getting those points when everyone's kind of taking their breathers and uh i don't know i i, I kind of like i feel like kyle lowry will have a good series you know because he's gonna have most likely steph guarding him yeah you know and he's you know he's a little pitbull and he's aggressive at times so i feel like you get the little tinier defender on him he, he can have a he can have a bigger impact than there, normal there were know? a few times in game six last night when suddenly kyle lowry kyle lowry would just break out in the open yes. court just running dude downhill. i find myself wanting Man. to root for him because so many people hate him right you ever just have yeah. a player like that it's like oh well, he's had some some bad he's had some duds memories <laughs> but you know there's so much hate on him and he just seems like a cool down there dude and i'm just like kind of just I, I i find myself rooting yeah. for him you know like when yeah. he has a good game i'm like hell yeah nice i think one of like the big things with kyle Lowry is the fact that he's like he he's got put on this basically like pedestal that really he shouldn't be on right like being in the eastern conference like if he was put in the west he wouldn't be known as like Mm -hmm. you know supposedly supposed to be one of the top guards in the league or you know making the all-star game all the time and stuff like that like if you really look at who kyle lowry is he's like shorter than most guards he's like chunky he's like not the quickest right Mm -hmm. he's 
he does a lot of things that you can't really like quantify, like diving on the floor and the hustle yeah. plays and the things that you know both Defense Pete and I really too, like. Yeah. You know, just defensively and do, he does a lot of those things. But like we expect. Because in the regular season, right, when defenses aren't all up in your grill and they're not game plan against you, you can drop 20-plus points a game, right? There's a lot of guys that drop 20-plus points in the game in the regular season that can't get there in the playoffs, mm -hmm. you know? And I think Kyle Lowry is just one of those guys. So it's like we all expect that he's going to give us these regular season performances, but it's like, dude, he's playing against the best of the best now. He's getting locked up defensively, and it's just like – that's just not his game. He's not the type of dude that's going to be some like some of these other guards where he's just going to drop 35 for you. He's going to drop 40, whatever, do these things. But he does a lot of the little things that like just don't get noticed, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the toughest thing for Kyle Lowry. He's always living in that like all-star guard shadow mm. that he's just in the postseason. It's just I just don't think that's going to be him. But he does a lot of great things that helps his team, and, and he's shown that in this series, I thought. That's a good point. Yeah, he's he's a streaky player. For sure, you know, like he's the epitome of epitome of streaky. Yeah, he is. Even during zero the regular season, a few games ago. Even during the regular season, um, he'd have stretches where like, dude, who, what is still who got Kyle Lowry? Yeah, right. And then like two weeks later, we're like, who got Kyle Lowry? Yeah. This guy stinks. Suddenly, dude. Dan, suddenly Dan's just trying to offload him as hard as he can. Bro, <laughs> he's so streaky, right? right? And like, even in the playoffs, it's the same thing. It's like. This guy sucks. And then, like, he'll have a stretch of three games where you're like, mm -hmm. damn, he carried them that game. And, like, you know, the series they won against Philly, dude, he had two big offensive rebounds that he kicked out to Kawhi Leonard for yeah. three that mm -hmm. won him a game. Yeah. For sure. Without those rebounds, they wouldn't have won. You know, and yeah. he had, I think he had a good game that game, too. He had, like, 17 points. So it was like, like you said, it's a, one of the little things that people don't notice, the offensive rebounds there from a guard, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's been solid. Uh, I'm excited to see it, man. See, you got Siakam. I feel like he's he's finally gonna have a series where he's gonna be able to actually be be a focal point player because the attention's gonna be on the other guys. Mm -hmm. You know, the Warriors like to put their best defenders on the ball handlers, and they like to hide Curry on the guy standing in the corner. Well, the guy standing in the corner, is Siakam. Yeah. So they try to hide Curry on him. That's a big deal. Now oh, you know. Yeah. Now his impact's way more. Running in for offensive rebounds, cutting, taking Curry himself. Yeah, could, they get some have switches. A good He'll just bulldoze Curry. That's for sure. Well, he might have Curry on him on the gate. So just hit him from the corner and let him go to work. Yeah. You know, if Curry, because Curry usually guards the guy standing in the corner, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what he usually does? Yeah, somewhat either the guy on the corner, because he yeah. doesn't like to guard ball handlers. Yeah. So probably guard. That's gonna yeah, that's gonna be interesting. It'll be interesting, yeah, because he's either got a guy guard Kyle Lowry, he's or you're gonna guard like Danny Green, Danny Green or Siakam, but Danny Green likes to move around a lot. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the matchup for sure. I'm curious, you know, it's tough, man. the 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 guy that I when I was talking to people about Portland, you know, I was liking Portland, but I told Rip City, I told uh, <laughs> I told the guy I was like, the guy I can't quantify right now is Draymond Green. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I just don't, you know. I Because I was I was picking Portland's backcourt over Golden State. I was obviously wrong about that. But I couldn't quantify Draymond's impact. I was like, man, mm -hmm. if, if he plays like, you know, great Draymond, then they're they're so hard to beat, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's the biggest Definitely. problem, in my opinion. Because nobody yeah. else has that. Nobody else has a playmaking, defensive player of the year, Small forward, power forward, center could guard any position one through five, and it's pushing the ball like crazy. Yeah, nobody really has that. So, well, yeah, yeah and then on. So then on the other end, I mean, uh, we're talking about how they're going to guard Toronto. Toronto's defense is really pretty marvelous. It, it's amazing, and it really won them this series. What do you think? I mean, what what can they possibly do to guard the Warriors? Though, I mean, that's always that's a trouble for everyone. And it was supposed to be trouble guarding the Bucks. I mean, but they ran them off the three-point line. They kept their attempts way down. And if you're just talking regulation, you know, not including the overtime, uh, they held the Bucks to less than 100 points in regulation three times in this series. For sure. I mean, it's pretty legit. Well, Pete's well, obviously Pete studies the Warriors obviously more than I do, probably, so he can break down the X's and O's. One thing that I think is going to be massive that Portland did a horrible job at 
um, mm-hmm. is is not turning over the ball, you know, and allowing <clears throat> poor offensive possessions to turn into great offensive possessions for yeah, Golden State. And that's true. a lot of the things that Portland did. It's like, you know, Dame turned over the ball by driving and kicking and doing a different a lot of those things where it's like, damn, now you got Draymond running, you know, 2v1, 3v2s and doing a lot of that stuff. And when you mm-hmm. allow Draymond and guys like that to do that, it's like that team is unstoppable. So I think if, if you know, Toronto is going to be effective – a big part of it is going to be limiting those turnovers. So, I mean, Kawhi's been great, you know, and so it'll be interesting to see if they're able to do that. What do you What do you think, Pete? I know you're a bigger X's and O's types of dude. What do you think Toronto should do to slow this team down? Well, I think that they might have to start Ibaka if they mm. – well, I mean, it really just depends if, if Bogut if, – if, if Golden State goes small, the nice thing about Toronto is – they're one of the one teams that can go small with them athletically, you know. Right. You put a Bach at the five, right. yeah. and now you have one through five that can switch. No, they got no weakness because even Kyle Lowry is a pit bull. Yeah. You know, he's known as a good defender, so they could switch one through five, which most teams couldn't. You know what I mean? The Rockets couldn't. Uh, Portland couldn't, right? Because you yep. know you had Canner or somebody that you could take advantage of. And now it's I'm, I'm thinking that could be to their advantage, you know. If if they run that lineup, um, Ibaka can stay with Curry. You know he's not. I'm not saying that like that's the matchup you want. But out of all yeah. the bigs, Ibaka's pretty good at, at at you know making up. Sure. So you start. Do you start Danny Green then on Steph and let Danny Green just bang around with Steph, or do you let Kyle Lowry chase him down? I probably would. I probably would. That the nice thing is is. What if okay? So if I'm the coach, is what I'm doing right here. I say okay. Danny Green could start on Steph, right? Mm-hmm. Put Kyle Lowry on Clay, or mm. you can even vice versa, whatever. Like you said, they're going to be running around through screens. Switch everything. Yeah. Switch everything. Nope. The problem is with Gasol, that becomes an issue, right? Yeah. Because now you know they're going to keep get. They're going to work the switch until they get Curry on Gasol. He's going to break his ankles and shoot threes or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But with Ibaka, dude, the Thunder. When the Thunder played the Warriors, the second best player was Ibaka. Seriously, yeah. he was. It was KD, then Ibaka. Westbrook was trash. The triple-double machine? Yeah. <laughs> I just remember watching those series and being like, oh, my God, bro. I need Ibaka to hit this corner three. Yeah. There's like nobody else that can do anything. And they're yeah. like triple-teaming KD. Like, somebody help him, please. You know, Ibaka's impact will be huge, bro. I'm really excited to see it. I mean, obviously, I, I you know... It's. I want a good series either way. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever wins, whatever. I just hope it's not like something stupid where, like, you know, the Warriors win in four, or even Toronto would win in four or five. I don't want that. I just want a good, compelling series. And yeah, I, I think- don't know. Toronto winning in four would be pretty compelling. <laughs> I th- I don't think anyone is expecting that. At all. I guess you're right, but I just I wouldn't really enjoy it. I mean, I want to see some like yeah, back and forth, more like, games the better. You yeah, know? But for sure. Seven would be dope. Well, um, what about maybe the return of, I mean, we'll talk about KD coming up here too, of course, but uh, who could be making a comeback at some point in the series is DeMarcus Cousins, which would completely, could completely change things depending on how he gets played by the Warriors. I mean, what would be the response then? Or what do you, th- do you think that's going to happen? You can't if he's healthy. You can't just not play this guy. It was a big right. pickup. I mean, to me, I personally think he's a dude that you bring off the bench and you play limited minutes with him and you allow him to hopefully you know dominate the bench game. And and I just don't think you can put him in your starting lineup. I feel like. I mean, a lot of people look at, like, just stars and think, like, okay, if you just have four or five stars, like, you're going to win. But people Mm -hmm. forget how much chemistry matters. And I feel like, especially with all this talk, without KD and what the Warriors, old Warriors basketball is able to accomplish and all this stuff, it's like, you got to continue to roll that out, in my opinion. They're more focused than they've ever been. They're They're doing their old stuff. They're... If you bring Cousins into the mix, I feel like it's just it's gonna throw off what they've been doing lately, and I just I personally don't think that's a good idea. I wouldn't start Cousins. Well, regardless, do you think it'll happen? Do I think he'll play? Yeah, I personally don't. I don't know why. I I think it, yeah. I think it's just storylines and talk and conversations. Say. I just don't think he's. I don't know. 
I feel bad for Cousins, man, especially if they win. It's like, mm. this dude's been such a beast for a long time, and this is the way, like, you finally get your first ring. <laughs> yeah, like, what exactly. is, he ends up playing, like, three minutes in game six, and they win a championship or something like that would just be so mm. anticlimactic for a great, you know, a great superstar to get a ring. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Pete? You think they, they should roll with Cousins, or? I, you know, it's tough. I, I just don't know what version you're going to get. Well, plus, Coming I mean, because you were like, talking about starting Ibaka, that's kind of why I wanted to ask you about it, too. Because it's like, well, then suddenly if Cousins comes back and they feel like they have to start him or whatever, they bring him in, then Toronto, what, immediately is playing Gasol on him and yeah, stuff? Or like, yeah, yeah Gasol, start and it Gasol totally sure. changes the game, right? Yeah, I, the, the nice thing is, is Toronto has li- multiple lineups they can throw at the Warriors to to play any style that they want to play. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes the Warriors will run small ball, and that'll be a huge advantage for them, where they're right. pushing the tempo and the bigs can't keep up. And now it, I don't think they'll have that big of an advantage in terms of that. You know, the small ball lineup won't be as big of an advantage against Toronto. They have yeah. the personnel to match up, which will be interesting. I, I'm, I'm excited to see it, man. Just like... I feel like Curry's going to have a much tougher time because when you can switch all screens, it's so much different. It is. It just is. You waste way less energy, one, because you're yeah. switching screens. Um, you know, Dame, fight, Dame fighting through those screens, it's because he knew that Canner couldn't guard Curry. Yeah. So he's trying his hardest. Like, I got to get through this thing, dude. I, I, can't, I can't let Canner get matched up with him one-on-one, you know, so he's getting knocked down. Or whoever, you know, was fighting through those screens. The reason why they do that, you do that because you know your teammate can't guard the guy. Yeah. You know, but when you believe like, oh, Baca's got this. I'm not going to waste the energy and try to push through this screen. That collectively as a team, they're going to save a lot more energy, you know, mm. if they're switching all screens. Oh. You see what I, I'm saying? I mean, Portland definitely tried it after things. game two. I mean, they de- they switched all screens after game two, but I feel like. You, I mean, I agree. You have to switch all screens, but, but it they also they didn't have the personnel. No, I'm saying they don't have the personnel. personnel. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'm saying that Dame was fighting through those screens because he knew, oh shit, you know, this is Cantor. What I'm saying after no, no, what I'm saying after game two, they didn't play Cantor. No. So what I'm saying is, yeah, but I mean, I, the first two none games of those for bigs, sure, it was ridiculous. None of those bigs are good at guarding Curry. No, for sure. Yeah. Zach Collins can't yeah, guard Collins. Curry. Yeah. Um, Leonard can't guard Curry. So, yeah, I'm using Canner as an example, but my bad. I get, I'll, I'll say the Portland Bigs um, couldn't keep up with Curry. I get what you're so, saying. So, they didn't have the personnel to run small. They didn't. That's the facts. Right. Everyone could blame Canner all you want. I've seen Zach Collins a million times stay under the screen and give up a 3 2. You mm-hmm. know? Because yeah. he's trying to sit around the land. That shit was so embarrassing. <laughs> so, it's First just. Of all. You know, I just feel like our bigs are retarded. That shit is like <laughs> obvious shit. But yeah, yeah and, and you're right. There's if there's so stupid. You know, maybe you guys went to the game plan of switching, but just because you go to the game plan of switching doesn't mean you have the personnel to switch. Right. You know, yeah. you could say let's switch everything, but then you and can then get your get teammate torched. on an island. Yeah. yeah. It's the it's the reason why people were saying that the Warriors were better without Cousins. Remember, because it was like, oh, the Rockets are just going to get Demarcus Cousins because they switch everything. The Rockets are just going to get Demarcus Cousins one on one with Harden, and he's going to keep attacking him. Yeah. Well, that's the problem when you switch everything and you don't have five guys that can guard one through five. Right. You know what I mean? So For sure. I, I, I'm curious to see what it looks like. You know, I, I don't know, man. I've been doubting Toronto like crazy and just watching the way they played against Milwaukee proving me wrong. They're starting to make me a believer, you know? Yeah. I, I was really impressed. I was blown away with uh, just Kawhi Leonard's play, man. It's been fucking amazing and... I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what they do against the Warriors. You know, obviously, I think you know it's close. Both teams are really close. I think it's closer than people think because a lot of people yeah. have have the Warriors. Like if I had to guess this series, it'd probably be like Warriors and seven, maybe something like that. But mm. to me, that's that's a close series that could go either way. Yeah. Right. Now you know Corey might think that it's the Warriors and four, right? And if it goes seven and the Warriors win, he's like, I told you the Warriors won. But who had a better feel of the series? You know, yeah. it's, it's tough. It's like, you know, it's always tough. It's, for sure. Well, what do you think, Corey? What, what do you think? Uh, what's your prediction for the uh, series? Man, yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard. I, I still think the Warriors are better than Toronto for sure. I think uh, it, it's tough because I don't know when KD's coming back too, right? Because you give me KD, like, I think yeah. it's it, – I think mm-hmm. they mop them up sooner. But I think oh, without yeah, KD, yeah. I think – Yeah, I, I think this whole – you're talking about without KD yeah, kind of predictions. Of okay. Yeah, yeah. They got KD. I think it's over. Because there's no or... way KD's sitting out for seven games. 
Like that's I don't know, man. They said he's still walking with rumors. a limp. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. So that it's worse than expected. They that's did. so fucking shitty, that dude. He first might have of played all. his yeah. last game as a warrior. That's. Yeah, first of all, that's that's just so crappy for KD what happened. But um, yeah. yeah so if we're just taking KD out of the equation, I'm gonna say. I'll say Warriors in six. Mm-hmm. Warriors okay. win game six back at home. I don't know why I always like picking a team winning like on their home floor. So it a lot is? of times I'll pick like six or seven, depending on yeah. you know who has home court. It's kind I of hear that. So I think Warriors in six. Um, it could be a pretty but Kawhi important. is man. Pro- I mean, I got to give props to Kawhi. I've been one of the biggest haters of him. I I don't like his style. I'm not really a fan of the dude. I'm not really a fan of his antics and just sits out and all that bullshit we've talked about several times. Um, just not really a fan of that type of dude. I'm just not. And then his game is not, like, the most exciting to watch, as Pete touched on earlier. It's, you know, kind of that slow, like, combination of, like, Doncic and, and like, Dirk or something where it's just, like, kind of slow and awkward where you're like, man, this is really, even, like, flashy. Even more robotic. But it's like... Yeah. yeah, but even more robotic, right? Yeah. Where you're like, is this like I even texted the guys the other day? I'm like, is this guy hurt? Like, is he's limping, right? Like, he's got this weird like limp hobble. You're like, this guy like doesn't even look like he should be athletic. But I mean, I I do got to give him props, man. I I hate to take away from anybody that gets to this stage, man. You got to give him props for what he's accomplished, especially good. I mean, Toronto's first time in the finals. I mean, it's just really cool. We all see what Toronto does and their fans, and you know Drake going crazy, and then even outside the stadium. I mean that that fan base, you know, has deserved a moment like this, you know, and they've mm. they've been going through these moments where they keep thinking it might happen, and they've obviously got smacked by LeBron and to frozen freezing up and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, I got to give it to Kawhi and that fan and the, base, man. It's the it's biggest cool. thing too is like it's who he played too. You know, he yeah. beat Philly, he beat Milwaukee, right. a consensus team that a lot of people thought was going to the finals. It's not like the LeBron run last year where he beat the Pacers and, and you know, That's got true. lucky. Yeah. I mean, think about how lucky he got. LeBron didn't have to face Philly or Milwaukee. Yeah, and he, uh, and then he you know, those went, are the teams with the, the went superstars. seven with the Boston with the uh, Stars were injured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... He, you know, he beat some really good teams, man. I mean, mm-hmm. Philly looked good. Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, I've, you could argue Philly's better than Milwaukee, right? Dude, they, they pushed them seven. Yeah, they gave him a better challenge. They gave him a way better challenge than Milwaukee did. That shit was a game of inches that it could have been Philly, you know? Yeah. A couple of missed offensive rebounds that they got, like the Kyle Lowry one, game changer. You know, that yeah. bounce in, like if that doesn't go in, shit, overtime, yeah. who knows who wins? So, I mean... Those two teams are a lot closer than I thought, and they're both ahead of Milwaukee, which I didn't think either. So, I mean, yeah. I was wrong on that, but Kawhi Leonard's beat some really good teams, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested. I'm really interested for this series. If he if he does pull this off and he does win, man, it, it is going to go down as one of the better, you know, obviously behind Dirk for sure, but one of, like, the better runs we've seen through a playoff and win like you know just really unexpected right i mean props to dougie fresh he said it you know you said it early on you had toronto um all year so Mm -hmm. but most people didn't you know and so for him to get here and if he can pull it off like i mean i still won't like the dude but uh (laughs) you gotta give him props man straight up the dude's a baller on both ends of the floor and you know Closing in on, you know, I don't want to give it to KD or give him over KD because, dude, KD's injured. I You can't yeah. pass somebody off being injured. You know, if you go out and KD's able to play and, and Kawhi balls out and beats KD and KD misses some moments and does some things where you're like, oh, man, KD just didn't have the greatest series. All right. But damn, bro, he ain't even a, he, he doesn't even have a chance to back himself up, and you guys right. are already gonna put Kawhi above him. Like the dude was balling out of control before, right? And in round one, it was Kawhi's the be, or I mean, KD's the best player in the world. Yeah. So it's like, but there's definitely something to be said for the people that are saying because KD's injured, Kawhi's the best player in the playoffs. Right you know, or, right? Or through these and last the fact series. that he beat and the fact that what he, he did to Giannis, Giannis because both. You know, Pete and I had Giannis number two for sure. And a lot of people, you know, some people even had Giannis as number one. And that's what I'm talking about, being able to beat the dude. Now that he's beat Giannis, you can't really say Giannis is better than him. It's not fair to him, you know. And so I have, I definitely have Kawhi as the number two player in the world right now, which I wasn't even close to having during the, at the regular season. Uh, Beginning of the year, I would not have put Kawhi maybe even in my top five quite yet, obviously. So to have number two now is props to him. And with all that time that he misses during the season, 
I mean, not only is it infuriating, like you said, and we've talked about that before, but then, you know, it's uh, it's doubled up where it's like you don't want to put him up there in that upper echelon because he doesn't play enough. And also, since he doesn't play enough, you hardly see him enough to say, oh, yeah, that's right, night in and night out. He plays like this. This is how he is. Right. I mean, it's changed my view on him a lot. I always liked him just fine. You know, I remember... You know, when he broke out and was finals MVP and stuff, Kawhi is awesome. Yeah. But I just didn't really care all that much until following Toronto this postseason and watching him, you know, when he needs to, just put the team on his back, you know, or when he can, distributing it, defending like a boss. And, uh, like, and at some points, that robotic play or whatever really doesn't even matter when he just is super strong gets to the rim and makes some great acrobatic play and stuff like that and lays it in it's like you forget about how kind of boring he was before and then never complaining about calls or anything like that either yeah that's big i like that about him too i'm i'm with you on that how he doesn't complain about calls i think he's probably the least whiny superstar yeah no that's true that's a no that's huge i think the thing that scares me too is just that you touched on like just where our league's going with dudes sitting, because now yeah. everyone's like, "We'll see." Yeah, Kawhi look how sat fresh all year, he is. and now look how fresh Kawhi is. I'll yeah. the same thing. Should now, Dame, should now Dame sit become... 15, 20 games a year? You know, yeah, we we just want them to be good in the playoffs. That's all that matters. And it's like, well, fucking stop playing the regular season then. Drop it down to thirty games. Call it right. a day, and let's get to the playoffs. This playoffs has felt kind of long, honestly. For but. sure, right? <laughs> so it's like, why are we playing eighty-two games, but? We want our star players now to sit out 20, 25 games so we can get these runs through for Kawhi. It's like, that's not what I want to see, man. And that's, I don't know. I'm scared because I think that's the direction our league's going to go. And it's the direction that everyone else is going to have to go. Because yeah. there's no way they're going to reduce the number of games when they have all this money from right? their TV contracts. Well, now, yeah, because now these guys, too, are just going to be like, well, now i got to play against Kawhi, who's going to be fresh as hell because his franchise lets him sit all the time. And see, and, and, and so that's now i got to sit all the time, so I'm as fresh as him. And, and, yeah. and does that factor into the who's best the best player in the, in the world? Yeah. Because you can play all 82 games or 75 and still be dominant? Yeah. You have to sit out 50. Right? You have to sit out and only play 60 games to be dominant in the postseason. So, yeah, I agree. That's a great yeah. point, Pete. Yeah. It should. That's right? what bothers me because it's like, yeah, no, I, I thought I, I was thinking of this. Point. It's just like. You know, what if Greek got the same rest, the load management? Would he have been mm-hmm. more dominant in that series, right? Yeah. Would he have? Instead of going for the MVP and, and, you know. And at the same time, a big advantage that Toronto has right now is the fact that they won so many games in the regular season, even without Kawhi. I mean, they have home court against the Warriors in the finals. Wait, you're because s- are we talking about the Raptors that have no help? Yeah, right. right yeah, because that's such a great team that he could rest and they could get their wins. They, you know, some, I mean, with this whole rest culture, some plays would take it too far. Yeah. Like, like some teams that LeBron has been on or something, or people resting where it's like, well, as long as we get in, then we'll be rested. We'll make our way through. If you come in as the fourth seed or something like that, you know, when it comes down to it, that home court could play a big, a big role. For sure. Uh, especially, you know, in the finals like it is right now. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be huge. We'll see. I uh I'm really curious to see is uh, you touched on two Pete with just like not being able to quantify the things that Draymond does. It's like dude, he's he's made me I hate the dude so much, but there's a lot of things he does that are just like so impressive. I'm just curious yeah. to see what his impact's going to be. Who so Kawhi defensively, what we talked a little bit about the defensive scheme here, Pete. Um, what do you do with Kawhi? Like, so who do, who does Kawhi cover? Who does he help off of? Like, what do you what do you do? Different situations, maybe. Do you do you switch him on to somebody in the fourth if they're getting hot and let him just guard Curry the whole time? Like, what what would you do there? Ah, oh, man, I might. I I would get real creative, right? I put. Let's say, you know, you put Kyle Lowry and Danny Green. You know, you got to take turns chasing around Curry. Mm-hmm. You can't just say one guy's going to guard Curry the whole game because it's just going to be It's just gassed. not possible. Yeah. So let's say you put a combination of, like, Danny Green, Lowry on Curry, right? You know, switching off, guarding him. I would put Kawhi Leonard on um, whatever center, whatever big is in there. 
Hmm. Yeah. You know, he did great guarding Giannis. Dude, I think this would be the best defense, right? This is what I would have done. If, like, let me just give you an example for Portland, right? Yep. I would have put. I would have put um, Collins or whoever on Iggy, right? Mm-hmm. So you got you got the center basically standing in between the basket and the corner player, right? That's standing in the corner. That's Iggy's role. Iggy, you know, where Iggy makes you pay is what happens is is they force the center to come up on the roller, or they force the guy in the corner to come up on the roller and help, right? Right. Well. Iggy's not a great shooter, but he's been hitting one. And when he's not hitting, what he does is he just cuts in and catches an oop, right? Because now mm-hmm. it's two on one. So in my head, it would it would have been smart to have like let's say Zach Collins there, right? So now you're, you're gonna you could put your best defender on the center, which would be Looney or Draymond, right? Whoever's running the pick, and then he could switch off to Curry, right? And people will say, oh, well, that means whoever's guarding Curry, which would be Lillard, will have to pick up the big. No. What he does is he sticks to the wing. He, he bounces off to the wing. And Collins would come up. Collins will take the big. The guy on the wing. So, so Dan will take the wing. The guy on the wing will drop to the corner and pick up Iggy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That would be the best rotations. I'm telling you, that shit would work, bro. And then, and then now you have your center in the paint. Right? So right. when the roller comes in, the center's there. So now if there's an oop, he can jump up and tip it, whatever. When it's a small forward coming to help, he can't tip yeah. that oop, you know, so that Draymond throws or anything. It. So if you're yeah. talking with Kawhi, basically your game plan, which I, I see exactly where you're going. So you yes. have Kawhi on the big. So then when the big comes and sets the screen, Kawhi is now covering Curry Steph. with the lower shot clock because now he's been running around. Mm-hmm. The screen, you know, usually the screen comes, that's when the shot clock's down to 12. So now you got your best defender on Curry. And he didn't chase him around, so he has energy, right? Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about anyone rolling because he knows his big's going to pick up the roller. I thought that would have been sick, right, if Portland done that. You're kind yeah. of visioning in your head. You're like, damn, no, that would have been dope, I right? I get exactly what you're saying because it's like. Now you don't have the big helping off the screen. Yeah. Now Curry's not getting you that open three. Defender. It's almost like if you would have had, and I, I texted DZ about this and asked his opinion, but it would almost be like having Aminu just play the five, or if you had Harkless just cover the big. Harkless is what I wanted. Remember I told yeah. you? Put Harkless on the big. Yep. Let him left-right it. Now now, now they're left-righting the screen. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because now they're both high. They're not worried about the roller. Yeah. The roller comes, the center's there. Yeah. And now the center's protecting the paint. Everyone you know, rotates accordingly. Well, because, too, at the end of the day, too, is if you think about it, Mo covering Looney, you're not giving anything away. Like people you're think, not. like he well, can't you, post him up. Mo can't cover the five. It's like, dude, you can't. If, if the they if they want to give yes. the, if they want to yeah. give the ball even to Draymond, Looney, even Draymond, right? yeah, because it's not, not like Draymond can post him or do anything. No. He's not a great. They're not, not going to shoot it if in anything, his face from out there. Either. If anything, they want to try to go inside and give it to Looney or Bogut or or Draymond or anything. That's a win for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, Looney trying to go one-on-one against Harkless is now, a win, even though he's way bigger. That dude's going to Now, now here, let me say this. Let me say this. Now, this is where Cousins' value comes in. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's, it's Cousins setting the screen, mm-hmm. it, say they did run that defense that I want them to run it, which I think is the answer to beating the Warriors, and I'm sure you agree, now right, you hearing it out. Cousins. You have Cousins. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. different now because now when he rolls, he can – he can take a smaller guy, and if the big guy comes on him, he can post him up. So you'll still get a good play out of it, yeah. you know. But when it's Looney you get, you or Draymond, Lowry on Cousins or something like that. Yeah, and, but even even the big, you're still you still feel comfortable with Cousins one on one in the paint, you know. It'd be interesting dropping it down to him if they do do that. It'll be interesting to see what the Warriors would do because it'd be like if Steph's got the ball, it'd be like, do I want Looney to come set a screen? Because I'm pretty sure that's Kawhi on Looney. So now Kawhi is going to be on me. Uh no, I'd rather attack my guy than attack your guy. Yeah, because usually it is right. We, That's exactly. You see it. Steph Cook, it's like, all right, get me on a big and I'll make him work. But it's mm-hmm. like, uh, I think I'd rather attack Lowry than attack Kawhi. Like that don't sound like fun. So I think a lot more action would have to come from other guys in that series, right? If they did do that, yes. have to come a lot more movement off the ball, which the Warriors are also good at. But a lot more of that would happen rather than just Steph coming off a screen and knocking down a three. And, and you got to confuse. Style. A lot of it, too, is is just one thing I was watching Draymond do, which was fucking just so beautiful against the Rockets. And it's it's, it's it relates to 2K. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. He would... The basketball game? You ever, he would you act ever like... <laughs> dude, he would act like he's going at Harden. So Harden would run the pick and roll, right? Harden would get in. 
Draymond would be the rotating guy. He would act like he's going at Harden and then sprint backwards and literally Harden would throw up a pass and he would just jump up and steal it. It's like you it's such a it's such a lost art and it's to me the best defensive players in the world only the best defensive players in the world can do it which is showing. You yeah, show enough to make the guy think you're committing to him but you're really never intending to go to him and he would just deflect those passes to, to Capella right, and make so many plays that. that way. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like Ibaka has to take a page out of that book cuz it'd probably be Ibaka, you know. And, and, you know, pretend you're going to go up to Curry force or, or whoever, you know, the roller, Draymond, when he catches the ball thinking he's going to throw an oop to Iggy, you know, help no. your defender out. Don't always commit to him. Mm-hmm. Make Draymond hit those floaters. Make Force him to go to the rim. Show on him and back up and, you know, tip those passes out. Stuff like that. Because when you show, it's huge, man. It, it's, it's, I'm telling you, Draymond is so good at it, at showing and, and just making you think he's committing to you. Because, you know, it, that, everything is so quick. It's like bang, bang, bang. You know, when you throw those little oops, you got to hit that shit like he hits you, the guy rotates, you throw it up, you know. Right. And if you could get him off, you know, thinking that you're doing that, you could really confuse him and, and mm-hmm. it, it would be real interesting. It is going to be interesting, man. Another and, chess match. Is, and that's what's funny about these things, dude. It's like we talk about these and it's like, you know, in your head, you see the personnel, what has to happen. But you don't know if they're going to go out there and execute that, right? So it's right. like, yeah. like I like Toronto. If they do that, yeah. now they come out there and they and I'm watching fucking Mark Gasol try to guard Curry. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to change my pick. Yeah. So it's Dude, like, yeah, you just never know what they're going to do. You just when don't know what they're going to do, bro. You know? So yeah. break down. You know how it is. I'm sure you didn't expect oh, yeah. watching Canner sag off Curry like that. I that know I had to be hard for you. Embarrassing thing. I couldn't even watch the fourth quarter of that game, dude. Because it just I, yeah, never you changed. It just sucks, right? It's like in your head, you're like, I just didn't. I don't understand it, especially that. Like, there's some like some coaching tweaks that you know I don't understand sometimes, and I feel like you make some great points, and I'm like, yeah, I would have rather seen that. But this was one like I'm pretty sure my daughter was watching the game and being like, <laughs> God <laughs> damn it, Terry! <laughs> you're like, dude, I know Olivia, all right? What right. the hell's going on? Like, that was like the most obvious thing I've ever seen. Like, even if you don't play basketball and you watch it and you're like, no, dude, when your girl, I bet you are, you know, like when people's old ladies are like, is that how they're supposed to guard Curry? That looks easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I can hit that. <laughs> you're like, good God. Christ. Yeah, man, it's confusing. So does, so then Iggy, you, you put Iggy on Kawhi, right? Yeah, and they're going to have the Warriors. To... Iggy's going to have to cover Kawhi, yeah. right? A, a combination of Iggy, and, and I'm sure they're going to throw Draymond at him at times. That's the thing that sucks with no KD. It's one long long body yeah. to guard a small. See, that's the thing. They don't. They haven't had a, a, an elite small forward, which I feel is, is their one weakness. Mm. What know? do you mean? Momo's elite? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah they no, haven't really sure. faced an elite small forward or elite forwards like you know Siakam. Just a team that's got long finishers. You know mm-hmm. that that can cover up people with their long arms. You know, you know, late contested shooters and still have an impact. Well, the last yeah. time that Kawhi met up with the Warriors in the playoffs, he just got that one game in right before being injured when he's playing with the Spurs. Oh, you mean the year and he won was, the championship? Yeah, but I <laughs> mean, where it was just Spurs. he was he was uh, really I mean, he was balling he was though. really You're balling right. out against him yeah, big was. time. And we just didn't get to. I see mean, that's that another way they it. could win. You know, they could just have Bogan put his foot under quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Oh man. Savage. You're gonna take one for the team here. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah, done it before. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that, it'll be fun, man. This is gonna be, I think, a fun, funner series than than. Especially if KD's not playing, you know. I mean, I know wow. nobody wants to hear that, but. Wow. I think KD's there's gonna be some impact here, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I've been wrong about Portland, and That's we'll tough. see. I I like the small forward aspect. Rip City. Mm-hmm. You know. So if KD's in there, I mean, then it's, it's just over. easy for you. It's just <laughs> yeah, over. It's, well, because it's funny the uh, the the switch that has been made. Of course, since KD was injured, and then. The Warriors just go on a tear. And, of course, that's all people talk about. They always have to make sure they backpedal and say, well, I mean, but of course they're better with KD. Because it's like, how can you not be better with KD? But they're playing better without him because they're more focused or whatever you want to say it is. Or because Draymond pulls the stick out of his ass 
because Katie's not playing and he just really lights it up. But that's I mean, the thing is what what could they what could Toronto possibly do if Katie's there? Well, you wonder. But then it's like, well, what did the Clippers do to get two games on him? Basically, you know? what would have to happen, I feel like, is the Warriors, for some reason, the rest of their players would have to go back to where they just watch KD. Yeah. They don't move off the ball. They don't do the if Warriors basketball that they're the supposed time. to do. Because if Steph and Clay are running around like crazy and KD's going ISO and finding dudes just popping off of screens or just attacking dudes one-on-one, then it's over 100%. But yeah. if for some reason all of a sudden Clay stands in the corner for 25 seconds – and doesn't move once because KD's got the ball on the block. If that shit happens and Kawhi for some reason has some crazy defensive series, then it could become more of a series. But if KD's on top of his game and like you're saying, the Warriors play with the focus they still have been playing with, it, it would definitely be over. I I don't get that, man. I don't get why the Warriors is still to do the same stuff. Because a lot of the things that they do great, right, would be unbelievable to watch with KD on their team. Like, if they still ran the same rotations, but yeah. now you have KD playing as, like, a point forward, that team would be like, they should never lose. But it's like, all of a sudden, they don't want to run that stuff. Well, a lot of it, too, is, okay, so think about this. Just think about this, right? The reason why I say small forwards are very important, right, is because it, it's, it's a matchups game, right? Mm-hmm. So, when they played the Rockets, you got Chris Paul and Harden chasing around <laughs> Steph and Clay. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're right. They run around like crazy, dude. It is tiring. They're like, ch- it's like chasing a cheetah around. I agree. No argument there. Damon and CJ chased around. Steph and Clay, right? A mm-hmm. lot of energy there. When you have a small forward, guess who's not chasing them around? The small forward. So now Kawhi Leonard, energy wise. Where's he going to be at? He didn't chase Curry around the entire game. If it was Greek Freak, he's not chasing Curry around the entire game. So now you're getting way better offensive production from that guy because he didn't, he, you know, it's his teammates that are putting the energy chasing Curry around. And now, so when he has the ball on offense, you, you should see a better product. Right. Whereas when it's guards, you're right, dude. You know, when you're chasing Curry and Clay around, now you're asked to go make a play. That shit's tiring. But Kawhi shouldn't be asked to do as much as Dame was because he's not going to be guarding Curry 24-7 well, running unless, around. Unless KD comes back, then he's that's, being asked to do a lot impact. more. That's, that's where KD's value KD. comes. Exactly. Bingo. Now with KD, Kawhi has to guard KD. He uses energy. Now he sucks more on offense. You see what I'm saying? Because he's using more energy on defense. Dude, the best way to stop a great player is to tire him out. You know, when he's mm-hmm. on defense, mm-hmm. in my opinion. If you ever watch any great player like kind of fall apart, it's usually because their legs got tired. Well, your legs get tired when you're do when you're playing both ends really hard, yeah. you know? Or even so. over the course of a series, yeah, you look at it's funny, you look back at all, you know, all the great game 7s and stuff and you look at box scores, it's like everyone shot like shit. Yeah, everyone's tired, yeah. you know, and stuff. I uh, think my biggest mistake is trying to pick a couple a pair of guards over the Warriors guards. Mm-hmm. They got the best guard duo. That was my mistake. I, you know, I kind of, you know, watching CJ ball out, I got a little like mirage, you know, of like, wow, man, maybe these two can be better than those two. All right, I was wrong. I'll own it. But I got to see them beat an elite small forward for me. Because to me, this is their LeBron. Yeah. This is their LeBron series. Yeah. Go win it. This is, you're going against LeBron. One of the best small forwards in the game, you know, a dominant small forward. And you guys didn't have no answer for him, really. You know, it was it was a good, compelling series, which is why I think it's going to be. But who's going to win? You know. Well, a big a big reason I feel like that, uh, like Cleveland back in 2016, you can stay in the game against these Warriors teams, is if you you have to make your decision on what how and how you're rebounding. Are you going to try to grab those boards? You're going to try to grab offensive rebounds. Guys like Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love really made a huge difference just by slowing things down, getting more possessions and stuff, and you just run the risk of every once in a while while the Warriors are going to get out and transition or something. But I think that's going to happen regardless. And seeing that, you know, I mean, last night, game six, Kawhi Leonard had 17 fucking rebounds. It's crazy. 
And, I mean, you could just see every time when they pulled yeah. down an offensive board, I'm like, man, they're just that much closer to, to winning this game. Against and a they really were good for, rebounding team, yeah, too. The exactly. Bucks are a really good rebounding team. And I, I, that's another advantage I think Toronto has is they're going to be a better rebounding team. Yeah, you have sure. to really know, capitalize so on that. I really don't know what's going to happen in this series. I'm real curious because I just I, – I see so many things like, you know, and then watching Toronto like – they're always making adjustments. It's like boom, Kawhi Leonard on Jimmy Butler. Boom, Kawhi Leonard. Like, like, you know, if the coach isn't waiting, that's huge. Right. If he sees something and he's like, no, I don't like this. I'm with Kawhi Leonard on this guy or whatever. I like that man. I hate when coaches wait five, six games. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we're like, oh, he finally did it. Sweet. We said this like yeah. four games ago. Me and Corey were just saying the coach should do this, <laughs> and then he finally does it. And it well, works. They finally caught up on their podcast feed. They were listening to the show. Right. That's how it, it takes works. them a little bit for sure. Yeah. They're I'm glad the we're road. finally helping. helping I mean, it's probably easier out. us just watching the TV, you know, than it is for a coach. But what? No. I really don't understand how <laughs> some of those mistakes can happen, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, should let's we, should let's, we get back to talking about Portland or? Oh yeah. So no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I didn't know if that was going to be. I didn't know if that was on the podcast or not. You know. It was on last week's podcast. Didn't give me a chance. <laughs> All right. Whatever, guys. What else is on the docket then, Dougie? Is that it or what? Well, let's make a let's just make a prediction about game one, just for fun. It's so far off. I've got all this time. Um, just something simple like game one. Corey, who do you think is going to lead both teams in scoring? Who's going to score the most game one? Game one. It's tough. I'm going to go Steph. Steph? No. What, do you, what do you think, Pete? I think Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi? Yeah. Just watch. It's going to be Clay Thompson. That could be. That, could uh, be, dude. That I don't think anyone's betting our houses on this. Snub. Yep, yep. Oh, no. You didn't You didn't <laughs> no. think you were betting your house on this? No. <laughs> so you got Clay? <laughs> yeah, I'll take Clay. All right. You got Clay. Who's going to Who's gonna lead both teams in rebounding? Probably Kawhi. Hmm. What do you think, Pete? Man, that's tough. I'll say, I'll say Draymond. It's a good one. Yeah, that's you got what Clay I was again. Say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Who usually assists? Clay. <laughs> sure, buddy. I think Clay is gonna take this whole game over. Who's gonna have the most dribbles? Clay. <laughs> dribbles six times a game. Yeah. And he's going to have 11 steals. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll Yo. see what happens. Game one, I'm stoked. We're into the home stretch. So who wins game one? Man. I want In Toronto. Toronto. In Toronto. Uh, I'm going to say Toronto. Okay. Dougie? It's Golden State. Golden Maybe State game one. one. Yeah. I think Golden State. Toronto does it, well. hardly ever wins game one. They've been right. doing better this season with Kawhi, but it's going to come back to haunt them. Yeah, I don't. We'll see, man. That'll, that'll be interesting. I, I I don't know. I got this weird feeling Toronto hit their climax like Portland did when they beat Denver. I feel like we got yeah. to our first finals. We've Could accomplished be. more than we expected to. We're so excited. The crowd's on like cloud nine, the highest of the high, and just I don't know. I don't think these boys are are ready and to go against a, a championship team that's yeah. used to being here and used to the the stuff that they're ha- that they're supposed to do and they as much as we you know hate on them for you know blowing a 3-1 lead we talk a lot about the things that you go through when you lose and the adversity and the things that you know the learning experiences you get and they've been through those moments too so they've yeah. been champions they've been knocked down you know that i just feel like they're battle tested and i i think that they get game one for sure yeah and regardless of how it ends up i mean congrats yeah to the toronto fan oh, base man. and stuff that's so cool I always love it. The owner looks like a genius right now. Yeah, he does. (laughs) DeRozan sitting in his room crying right now. How hard has it got to be for that dude? You got to be sitting there like, man, I'm such a buster. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's too bad. I mean, for him. I mean, good for Toronto fans, right? Good for Toronto. Making their first finals appearance. Until Until what happens. Until they lose the finals and Kawhi still bounces on their ass and then they're back to their normal square one. There's a prediction for you. Like, if Toronto wins the title, I mean, Kawhi has to stay, right? If they win the title, that would... uh, Do you think he'd still leave? Dude, if KD doesn't play, bro, there is a legit shot. 
It's crazy to think about. I know. It is crazy. It's weird. I'm with you, but... Well, do you think do you think Kawhi would stay then if they win the title? Or then does he also say, hey, look, at, check it out. I got you a title. Now, peace. Man, it's tough. It's I so mean, they hard. just beat the number one ranked defense in the league. Right. So they're going to be going to get... You got to think about that as like... If you liked what you saw from them, think they're going to be playing a worse defense mm. than it's, they did. It's so hard. I mean, nobody knows what Kawhi Leonard thinks. That's the tough part, right? Kawhi yeah. doesn't really feed into anything. He doesn't talk about anything. Like, so we don't know what Kawhi values. Because in our eyes, you just want to win championships, right? Like, like you're in Toronto. You, yeah. you you have a great chance of getting back to a championship. Why wouldn't you sign? But I put this in the group text the other day. It's like, you don't know what he values. Like, does he can he stand the snow or is he like because it's just like any of us right with jobs and locations and things like that like there's places where we're just like man screw this i would not live there there's no way i could survive the snow when i could have a chance you know what i mean if they said like Corey, you can go be an iron worker make the same money here or here and we got you a job and your whole family and everything you love is on the beach and somewhere I love it'd be like man do I really want to be in the snow or mm-hmm. I can't even go outside for eight months of the year but then at the same time I don't know if Kawhi Leonard even values any of that like I don't know what, what his, he values because I you like I said the other are day are you talking about if he wins you're saying if yeah, he, if he wins, wins do you think he well, would here, stay uh, here's the huge difference in my opinion you're talking about there there is a difference he's right with the weather and all that stuff but here's the huge difference He's a he becomes a legend now everywhere he goes. Come in, Mister Leonard. You run Canada. They like you're does. a god here, bro. You brought us a title in your first year. He becomes a god. So like now, now it's like, damn. Do I want to leave this place where I am a god to these but, people? But Dude, we don't know what else. But the same thing I'm saying. We don't know what Kawhi Leonard values. Does he like being that guy? Because Kawhi Leonard's mm. the quietest dude. Like, does he even want people to like? Patting him on the back everywhere he goes, like some dudes would value that, some wouldn't. So it's no, that's be, true. What I'm saying is you have know. to you have to have that factor in there if we're talking about Absolutely. him winning. That now, he you know Drake, everyone they're they're writing rap songs about him. You know he's like he'll be the man in Canada, mm-hmm. like and and you know all of the people will respect him. You know out here, if he goes somewhere else, it just sucks, dude, because he created so much history there. Yeah. <laughs> That, sure. you know, like imagine, that game seven winner. Imagine if that's the reason he ends up leaving. He's like, you know what? When it comes down to it, I just fucking can't stand that guy, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, too, is like, like what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's leaving a hundred percent. Like, I'm not oh, saying yeah. if they lose, he's gone a hundred percent. Or if they win, I still think he's gone. I'm not saying either or. All I'm saying is, people are saying if he wins a finals, it's a hundred percent he's staying in Toronto. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't believe that yet. I don't know if that's the fact. But I'm not saying I think he's for sure going to L.A. Because there's people out there that are like, he's for sure still going to L.A. I'm not on either side. I just don't know what the hell the dude values. We don't even know anything about it. We know that he's a fun guy. (laughs) 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 That's all we know, right? I'm a fun guy. I'm I'm just like you. you. I I don't think anything's for sure. But I think if he wins, I think the percentages lean towards staying. Even I would, I would think just leaning towards staying. That a loss at the same time, you could look at it and think that the finals loss could be that motivation to resign. That's what happened to Paul George. Yeah, where so it's like, if you they know, come close. Felt like we left stuff if they on lose the table. in six or seven, you know, the, yeah. the only the only time we're gonna hear like, oh, Kawhi Leonard needs to leave is if they get embarrassed, swept off the floor, you know, something like that. Gosh. Man. Even well, it depends on what he. Man. Yeah, it's so funny because I, like I said, I just I'm don't just know that. what the dude likes. And he already he already has a title. He already has a Finals MVP. Because when he yeah. when he was leaving San Antonio, right? He basically said he, he wants to be in LA, hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So has Supposedly, that changed this year? I never I heard him hope. say it. I mean, all that's what all the reports had said. Uh-huh. I guess. Yeah, so, exactly. I guess so it could knows? be wrong. We don't know. That's the thing. We have no idea. You're right. We don't know. I would hope he would stay in Toronto. I think, like Pete's saying, to have a whole country behind you, Yeah, you would think he should want to oh, stay yeah. in Toronto. But a lot of these, you know, like we saw with Vince and T-Mac, they had the same treatment, you know, and they were heartbroken when then those boys left Toronto, you know. Yeah. But they said it's the same similar reasons. Like they were like, 
dude, when I was in Toronto, I could never leave my house. I was freezing balls. So I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, but our hypothetical yeah, guess is coming so is off New of, York. Yeah, remember, there's a difference. Our hypothetical guess is I asked, is, is this coming off a championship yeah, win? Right. Win. If Vince won a championship in Toronto, we True. don't know if he would have stayed there the rest True. of his career. You're you right. Know? We don't know. And we don't know now. So we well, won't know until it happens. If we'll it happens. I think, I think if he wins, the percentages, if, you know, like it's just, dude, everything we're doing is guessing. So For sure. 100%. If I had to bet. If he wins, I would bet that he stays. Okay, I had to bet money. Okay, not, I'm not sure. I wouldn't bet my kid on it, you right. know, like or <laughs> or my house. You know, I'm just like my unborn child. Right. I'll bet, Corey's but I'm saying house that, <laughs> right? You know, if I had to bet, you know, a gun to my head, you would I'm say gonna, he would stay. If he won a championship, I'm going to say he's going to stay. Okay. That's what I. That's where I would lean my bet for sure. Yeah. You know, and you would lean it with him going still if he wins. Fuck, dude, I don't know. Gun to your head, they win the title. Is he going to stay? Yeah, you can only pick one. See that's that's where it's that's hard. So that tough. that's the best way to look at these yeah. because I was saying I don't know either way. I, I people think I'm well, saying he's going, but I'm not shot. saying he's going. Gunda was your, was to your head. You just yeah, got done. shot, bro. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, man. I don't know either It'll be way. Fun, dude. I'm fifty yeah. fifty if he wins. I'm fifty could fifty a, if he loses. To be honest, so the finals could be great and the off season could be great too. So oh my we'll god, see. life is yeah. about to be. I can't wait till the summer, man. I know I'm ready, bro. Till next year. <laughs> Tell, I'm ready for all that to happen, dude. Well, I, see KD I can't wait to see where KD goes. Yeah, it's true. I don't know if I'm excited about that, but whatever. It'll, <laughs> it'll be cool, I guess. Well, because we'll I mean, see. dude, them getting that number three pick is huge. You know, people so think that's about, such a bad thing, but it's not. It's so funny to watch like Stephen A. and other Knicks guys like they talk like they lost Zion in free agency, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude, this is ridiculous. Like, bro, you had a 14% chance to yeah. win, which means 86% said you weren't going to get first. And they're yeah. like, this is rigged. This, Like, no, <laughs> bitch. That's what the numbers say. Yeah, even Chris. I Chris can't Vernon, believe we lost Zion. Chris Vernon was saying, he's like, man, it doesn't matter how it happened. The, the conspiracy theorists will always have the theory to back it up. He's like, if fucking Grizzlies had won, it'd be like, oh, yeah, well, the NBA definitely wanted Conley to stay there or something, you know? <laughs> So true. It is man. kind of funny though how every team that wins is always the team that's like losing their star. You know, right? Yeah, it's it's like LeBron bounces, Cleveland gets way. three number one picks. <laughs> that's like we got you, dog. We well, know that's the conspiracy. Yeah. That's another, oh, they're trying to so keep that's another either. question right there. We haven't really touched on. What's your guys' opinions? Does does this make AD potentially stay in in New Orleans or no? Still, hundred percent wants to be out. I already wants out. The, the, there were some burn bridges or some yeah. shit, but I, I, don't, I don't even know, think man. they should want to keep him. I, I Fuck that. Yeah, I would. I'd keep him. I'd be telling him, Dude, "Yo, Z- we got a big three right now." Zion, Drew, and freaking, oh my gosh, AD. Yeah. Like you think about that combination, man. You would. But that's another thing. We don't do know what the a- dude values. Do you have like, AD if you value playing one hundred percent, or does he even care? You but know? that's the thing. He like, doesn't want to be does, there. Is AD just leaving because he wants to win? Because if that's the only reason he wants out, yeah, then, they, he, then he shouldn't be wanting to leave at this point. Because and he's they got brought a great in a new GM. They have David Griffin there now, too. If AD so. bounces, man, you would think that... I'd blow it up. You would think that the Pelicans would, trade, would want New York's pick. Yep. It'd make the most sense. You reunite Zion and RJ. Mm-hmm. If AD's for sure going to end up leaving you... I would definitely be doing everything in my power to trade AD right now for the most assets. And in all honesty, I would probably trade Drew as well, to, in my opinion. Because what you're now going to be able to accomplish if you do some of those is you're going to have Zion on a rookie contract. Let's say you get another pick on a rookie contract. You get a, a couple young dudes from somewhere still on a rookie contract. It, it would be like unbelievable. But it, what would be the point of keeping Drew, I guess, at that contract with those dudes? Because I don't think Zion and and like Barrett are gonna bring them a championship. Oh well, Drew, it just right? depends though. Because you know, say say they trade AD, right? Right. You now get that cap space, so now you can yeah. resign Randall, right? Yep. You can let's say they get RJ. I mean, RJ at the one, Drew at the two, Zion, Randall. It's yep, pretty it's formidable lineup. I mean, I'm not saying championship, but they would. They would be in the hunt for playoffs. Still have a solid squad. They would have a solid squad. You know, you get some shooters around them. God, can this offseason just come, dude? There's so many storylines that I'm like, what's going to happen here? I think New York's going to trade the three pick for AD. Yeah? 
It just, dude. It, it, I mean, that was my guess when I first seen that New York got three. I was like, it was a. They were in a win-win situation, in my opinion. Yeah. This is what I thought. They get the one pick. They take Zion, and you pair up Zion with KD. If they get two, three, you fuck you 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 trade for AD. Do you think the Pelicans but, would do it just for the three pick? Think they would trade AD. Yeah. What else does oh, New yeah. York have though? Well, I mean, they, they'll probably they throw to, like throw something in there, and they'll probably throw them like DSJ Knox, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I would. You I know, it'll be a package, but the, package. the main piece would be the three. And there's a huge difference between three and four. That's the problem. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, the Lakers are going to get AD. Well, there, there's three headline players in this yeah. draft. So with the three pick, you're guaranteed to get one of them. Most likely, you're going to get his teammate. Now, Zion, if you want to make Zion happy and he was really close to RJ, yeah. that's huge. You and, and honestly, Zion probably has the pull right now to go in there and tell them what's cracking. Like, yo, if you're going to trade AD, get my boy. RJ. And if you don't, then I want I want to be gone too. I'm going back to Duke, <laughs> right? Oh, damn. I mean, let's be real. Because you imagine Zion he... can say whatever he wants right now. You're right. Like seriously, he can say whatever he wants. We agree. Even yeah. even though he's on a rookie deal, because they want to keep him forever. Yeah. So it's like right. they're going to do whatever it takes to make him happy. If he walks in that office right now, I guarantee you, and he goes trade AD for for to New York and get pick three and get my boy RJ. I feel like that's just not something he'd do, though. He just He's just about the basketball. Is how it's been so far. He just really wants to play um, basketball. If you get drafted to a place you don't want to be, you go there and you tell them what you want, in yeah. my opinion. It's like, I don't want to be here. I didn't want to be in this place. He even so we're going to do things my way. You know? He kind of said beforehand, though. I mean, he had conflicting reports, but he had one from him saying, like, man, I really wouldn't mind that's starting what- off in a small market. Or something where it isn't so huge. And everyone's like, what? Like the opposite of New York. But then other camps saying that he wanted to be in New York. New Orleans almost That's the like po- politically perfect. correct answer, bro. That's what I hate. The media. You because think- then people have to answer questions like that. And you don't get their real fill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's just a legitimate question. Like what, you know, some guys prefer to be in those. They, they could be the man for a whole city, like a smaller thing, or prefer to play in a place like Cleveland or Portland. No, it is a legitimate question. You're not, but, listen, you're not hearing me out, though. My point is New York or L.A. My point is because the media twist shit, he didn't give you a legitimate answer. Yeah. He didn't give you what he was really feeling. Right. He gave you the politically correct answer, which is every person should say, I will play for any team that drafts me, and uh, yeah, I'll love any city. Blah, sure. blah, blah. That's the politically correct answer. Oh, well, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a different case. That's not what I was talking about, though. But, no, but, but I'm yeah. saying, like, that it just sucks that, you know, because you, you're bringing it up, and it's a good point what you're bringing up. You know, he did say that. I've seen it. I mean, he could have put a I'm bunch making of shit is, is, at Duke, too. I mean, it's just, I don't think it's legitimate. Like, well, I just don't think he He could have pulled a bunch of shit after the so thing crazy. at Duke. We, we all never... talked about whether he should even play, and of course he went back and he played, and he wants to play uh, basketball. He's drafting the NBA, he's going to go play. Seems, like, seems like a play. good kid. Can we get you know? back to Portland? <laughs> so, what, so what kind of package can Portland put together to get the number one pick? And <laughs> Damian Lillard. Land, right? land Zion. <laughs> Damian Lillard plus. It would have to be uh, CJ. <laughs> Dave and yeah. CJ. Here you go. <laughs> Throwing Myers nah, they Leonard. Could, they, nah. they couldn't, man. They, yeah, there's nothing Portland can oh, do. Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's not talk about them then. It's just oh. it's going to be fun, dude. I think I think <laughs> the Knicks are going to trade pick three. Who gets Seth Curry this year? That's a good question because it ain't going to be Portland. He's a good player. Unfortunately, Portland, there's zero chance of getting him back. Like oh, literally we- zero. Well, I'm sure, dude. If I'm KD, Seth Curry is a guy I'm recruiting. Seriously, yo, come play for the Knicks. Yeah. Come on, dude. I watch Seth. I, I don't see him far off as a starting point guard. No. No, I'm not saying like he'd be a Dame Lillard, right? But he'd be a great Derek Fisher to KD. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the complimentary space, it can bring it up, but does you know you're not asking him to do everything. I feel like he'd be a good player. He's a. I think he's a better defender than Curry. Yeah, you know, sure. watching him play D, I thought he played Curry the best out of everybody. I mean, uh, granted, he has the advantage; he probably no, knows his brother. Yeah, played a lot of one on one. I'm sure you know. Yeah. Fun to but, watch for sure. 
he had he played really well defensively. I was really impressed with him this year. And that's exactly why I'm saying Portland doesn't have a chance to bring him back because he really did. He showed himself right, especially gonna, in the postseason. He just that we just can't afford him. I mean, obviously I would love to keep him, but I mean, props to him. He's earned himself a contract. His you spacing know? alone, right? Well, no. It's gonna be worth money. Yeah, so he's probably gonna get paid, you know, ten, eleven million dollars a year or something like that. And Portland just doesn't have that. We paid him one mil or something like that. Three. I got mil, a team maybe. for you where Seth would be a better player than what they have right now. Put him in for Eric Bledsoe. Hmm. Seriously. The def- the all-NBA defensive team? <laughs> God, get out of here with that, right? I know, it's so stupid. <laughs> no, but think about it. You try pinching off the wing with Seth Curry standing at the wing. Yeah. And now, you know? Yeah. Because Eric Bledsoe standing there, you can sag as far as you want. He ain't hit the 3-1. And then number two, he's going to hesitate. Think about it. But if you got Seth Curry there when... when, when um. Greek drives, that'll be yeah. huge, huge help. He ne- Greek Freak needs some better sharpshooters. I hate to say it. I, yeah. He just needs some better shooting around him. For sure. I agree. Well, either way. That was like a three-hour pod, uh, right? Yep, yep. Well, and to it. top it all off, I mean, I the biggest story, Patrick McCaw is now going to his third consecutive NBA Finals. Every year of his career. Oh, my gosh. NBA Finals. But we'll wrap Who? it up there. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Pat McCall. Cares. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for it. Oh. All right, man. Let's wrap this stuff up, fellas. Well, another good pod. How many more? How many more we got going? Did you do this till the end of the finals? Yeah. More. We'll have take a, a finals wrap up, and then take a little Seth break. Curry will headline our our off season acquisition spot in the middle of the summer. We'll be in Vegas at the NBA uh, summer league, right? Together. Yeah, we're gonna try get to some do media that. passes down to right. Vegas. Yep. So, right on, fellas. Well, another good week. Um, I guess we'll see what happens, man. This is going to be a fun, fun finals. One without LeBron James. Yeah. Let's do it. As okay. always, Rip City. <laughs>